This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. So much to get into today after a disgrace. A disgrace by the Philadelphia Eagles to end the season against the New York Giants. I don't even care what the score was. I don't, I don't care what the yardage was. N- none of us do. Because that was an embarrassing day for the Philadelphia Eagles in what has been a complete and total belly flop. Not even a collapse, a belly flop into the pool of the postseason for the Eagles. All right, we'll get into a lot today. Yesterday, what it means, what it doesn't mean, and really the decision the Eagles made yesterday that backfired on them in such a significant way yesterday that it's it's almost unbelievable that the worst-case scenario played out. So the Eagles take the field yesterday, same on the Cowboys taking the field against the Commanders. You know my position all week last week on WIP was and the pregame show yesterday. I didn't think the Eagles should play. I, I didn't think they should put their starters out there on that turf. It, it felt to me like a very unnecessary risk, a team that needed a break, a rest, a reset, instead going out there for a make-believe game. It was a make-believe game. The Eagles acted like that. They played like it. It looked to me like the whole time the starters were actually out there, the big players, were just waiting for Nick Sirianni on the sideline to say, all right, come off the field. Like They weren't really into that game. They weren't really into that game at all. And you could feel it from the start. They were Terrible. And making matters worse, they get A.J. Brown hurt with a knee injury. We'll see how severe that is. Hopefully he could play next week against Tampa Bay. And they get Jalen Hurts hurt on a play. And I've seen that before. Kurt Warner broke his thumb on that kind of play. You know, you see that once in a while where a quarterback hits his hand on the helmet or a body part of a pass rusher and it dislocates a finger it breaks a finger it is it is a problem and they said yeah he came back in then they took him out I, look we'll see how he's able to throw the football next week at Tampa but that that is potentially a serious injury for a quarterback I mean that that's your throwing hand that is that is significant for Jalen Hurts all in the name of what a five percent chance the Cowboys would lose I mean let's be real if anyone was using their brain the Cowboys were not losing that game Washington has the worst defense in the sport Dallas would go there and throw the ball all over them like they did on Thanksgiving a year ago. The whole thing, uh, this past Thanksgiving, the whole thing was just a joke. I mean a joke by the Philadelphia Eagles. And making matters worse is that they look like a team right now and sound like a team when you listen to them talk that is totally lost, totally lost, and, and any kind of 
feel-good moment you might have heading into the postseason was destroyed yesterday. Not only did they, they drop to the fifth seed or stay at the fifth seed, but they get their quarterback hurt, they get the receiver hurt, and after the game, some of the quotes by these guys are unbelievable. They just look like they have a, they've been totally shaken. They don't believe anymore. They don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in the head coach. It's all empty words right now from the Philadelphia Eagles. And the worst part of this is that we're finding out in real time, the coach has no answers. No answers. I felt this a month ago. I, I nearly lost my mind on the midday show when people try to tell me this guy's a great coach. Why? Why is he a great coach? Because he had a, a nice record his first three years. So did Mike Smith. You know, you could go through NFL history if I coaches that have a little bit of success early and then the league catches up and they're lost. That's Nick Sirianni. He's lost. I can't believe three years into this guy's program, there is no answers to blitz. This has been a problem since week one of the season when Bill Belichick gave the blueprint. Blitz Jalen Hurts. Blitz them. They've got no hot reads in the offense. You go back to last year in the Super Bowl. Steve Spagnuolo uncovered this. Blitz Jalen Hurts. There is no hot read in the offense. It is, it is so rudimentary. How this offense operates. It really is Jalen bail us out with your legs. And what you're seeing now is this season with Jalen Hurts, he can't do that. He's not physically the guy he was last year. He can't run as well. So he can't get the corner. He can't make plays with his legs the same way. The whole thing is a flat-out mess. And the fact that they have to go play a playoff game next week is, is almost cruel. It's almost cruel they got to take the field next week at a game that really matters because they look totally unprepared. Right, let's get to the offense and the defense and everything and then kind of set the stage for next week, the postseason, the line of the game, all that kind of stuff. But the number one thing is the mentality of this team, how bad it looks right now, how bad it sounds right now. They look like a joke of a team. And I thought yesterday was as embarrassing of a finale for the Eagles as I've seen in a long time. The fact that winning the game obviously didn't matter because you pulled your players off. The fact that you actually put your players out there on that field to start off, embarrassing, embarrassing. You know, there was no real plan. So silly to do what they did. They get players hurt. Sidney Brown, unfortunately, looks like he could be out for an extended period into next year, which is just a shame for a kid. I think they want to be part of their defense moving forward. So he, so he gets hurt, and he might have played anyway. That, that's, you, know, you can only rest so many guys. He probably was going to play anyway. But the fact that Hurts and, and, and A.J. are banged up, are, it's, it's inexcusable. I mean, it's just inexcusable football from the head coach. Offensively yesterday, and, I, and I'll pull up some of the numbers. I said forget the numbers, but I just want to paint the picture of how futile that the whole thing was yesterday. Um, Yesterday, they went out there against a bad Giants team. Let's call it for what it is. It's a bad Giants team. That Giants team this season finished 6-11, and outscored by 141 points. They stink. I mean, they stink. There's nothing there with that team that you should lose to. And the Eagles yesterday not only lost. I mean, they got routed. They got routed yesterday by... By the, by the Giants, 27-10. I, mean, I haven't looked at the box score. I actually haven't. It's the first time looking at it because... Oh, my goodness. So Mariota, 13 to 20, 148, a touchdown to pick the pick on his first throw. Actually had a 62 uh, QBR because he ran the ball for 46 yards. Jalen Hurts, 7 of 16, 55 yards, 3.4 yards per pass. No touchdowns a pick. Jalen Hurts ends the game with a 26.8 passer rating, a 13 
4.2 QBR. Got outplayed by Tyrod Taylor yesterday. Actually, Kenny Gainwell ran the ball as well as he has all season, 7 for 62. Uh, that's what an offense looks like with Quez, who's your number one option and wide receiver. Fumbling all over the place. Um, you know, you look at the team stats on this game yesterday. They got outgained by the Giants, 415 to 299. 415 to 299. 4.6 yards per play. It is rough, man. It, it is really, really rough. Possession obviously goes to the Giants. Turnovers 4-1 to one in favor of the Giants. Eagles turned them over four times yesterday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then the defensive side of the football, they may have to seriously consider giving the job back to to Sean Desai. I I know how ridiculous this whole thing looks. I mean, it looks like a clown show anyway. But they were more competitive with Sean Desai. What's happened the last couple weeks is remarkable. I, I actually thought this, uh, Patricia's defense the first two weeks was was actually showing some signs. The Seattle game before the Drew Locke touchdown, they held him to 13. And then the Giants game, you know, a couple weird plays, a pick six, um, the fumble on the on the kick return, and, and of course, the one bomb to Slayton is really how the Giants score points. I thought Patricia's first two games, they showed progress. The last two games, it's abysmal. Eight and a half yards of pass yesterday for Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito. Yesterday, the Giants had 415 yards offense. I mean, they, and they were 3-6 in the red zone. They could have had more if, if they wanted to yesterday, if they didn't screw up in the red zone. Guys wide open. They're dropping defensive ends in a coverage. The one play, Josh Sweat is trying to cover Saquon on an out route, you know, kind of an up-and-out route. And Hassan Reddick just looks totally lost in the open field in coverage. Like, the idea of, of them trying to... I don't know if they're trying to switch to a new defense or do more of these concepts since the change, but they're getting worse. This should be getting better. It's one thing Jalen gets banged up, Brown gets banged up. You have to go to Mariota. You start pulling offensive starters. One thing if the offense yesterday had a tough game, you know, kind of chalk it up like a preseason feel, whatever, get to next week and hopefully get healthy. But the defense, what is going on out there? And and you're watching these breakdowns that – that you know, analysts like a Darren Olofsky or Brian Baldinger do, and they have no idea what the concept is, what they're trying to do. Emmanuel Acho had a, had a great video last night where he tried to break down the Eagles' defense, basically just saying they're clueless. They are clueless out there. They're making bad offenses look really good. So that's all. That's all. You know, major, major issues. Obviously, the Cowboys yesterday. We're not going to lose that football game, and and I think sometime before halftime of the Eagles game reality came to roost that this was a bad idea. I mean, the, the Cowboys won that game yesterday by 28 points. They won by four scores. And if not for a blocked field goal and a tipped interception, they probably win the game 50 to nothing. I mean, that, that's really, that is really how bad yesterday the, the, that, that game was, was between the two teams. And they, weren't, they didn't belong in the same field. Dallas outgained Washington 440 to 180. 440 to 180. And anyone could have seen this coming if we just took our green goggles off. The, the Cowboys are not losing that football game yesterday. They got to play Cooper Rush at the end as they get ready for home playoff games in the postseason here. And the Eagles have to go on the road 
as a fifth seed. This thing is a disaster right now. The head coach has no answers. And now we have a playoff game next week in Tampa Bay, the Monday night game. Remarkable that we have to wait an extra day to watch this football team. I imagine most people out there right now just want to put this thing away now. Like, let's play Saturday and get the whole thing over with. Uh, As I sit here right now, the Eagles are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Tampa Bay. They are the favorite in the game. Quickly, the the six games for next weekend, the Lions, uh, Eagles, two-and-a-half-point favorite Monday night. Saturday, Browns, two-and-a-half-point favorite in Houston. Uh, Chiefs, three-and-a-half-point home favorite over Miami. The Steelers are a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite on Sunday against the Bills, against the Bills are nine and a half point favorites against the Steelers. Um, Cowboys seven and a half over the Packers. That should be a fun game. Lions three point favorite. That's been bet down a little bit. It was three and a half over the Los Angeles Rams. So there's no question here. There's there's just no question that there's there's a lot of issues here with this Philadelphia Eagles team. I mean, a lot, a lot of issues here with this Philadelphia Eagles team. And I, I don't know how they resolve these, stop these. I, I don't know what they do, but they're, they're in a bad way right now where it feels like everything they try, everything they try goes the wrong way. And, and I'll tell you what, as, as you kind of play it out and you think about where we're at right now with the Philadelphia Eagles and you think about where we're at right now with this team and how we got here right now, it's getting to be a bigger, bigger mess than it even was a little while ago. Like that's, that's the part that blows me away, that we're getting worse instead of getting better. And as far as Sirianni's future goes, I think this week Jeff Fleury needs to come out. If he is safe, and just say he's safe. If he's safe, say he's safe and, and, and end the speculation. Because otherwise, I mean, you know what's going to happen here. You, you know what's going to happen quite well. There, it feels like there's blood in the water now. And, and I think you, you listened to those, that press conference yesterday after the game between Sirianni and then Hurt and the players in the locker room. Every question is going to be, are you still with this coach? Do you still believe in this coach? And... This is an epic collapse. I mean, they're the first team in NFL history to have a 10-1 record and not win 12 games. I mean, it, it, is, it is remarkable where we're at now. You know, th- just think about this. The Bills, they got the two seed. They, they won last night in Miami. The Eagles beat the Bills in Week 12 to move to 10-1. and one. The Bills were 6-6. Six and six. They both finished with 11 wins. The Bills got the two seed in their conference. The Eagles got the five seed in their conference. I mean, really, really just a joke. I mean, it's just a joke. They don't get turnovers. They turn the football over. They finish with a plus five point differential. This is basically a 500 team masquerading around as an 11 win team. And, you know, there's not many years you could find that are like this. I mean, the last time this happened or anything close to it was the 86 Jets. Ironically, ironically, offensive coordinator of that team was Rich Kotite, which gives a little sense of, of what we're dealing with right now. This is going to be a fascinating week around the Eagles. My reaction to all what's going on right now is I don't think they were ever a great team, and now they've become a poor team. They do have the opportunity to play likely the worst team in the postseason. In fact, they are the Bucks are the worst team, aside from the Eagles, in the postseason. So it gives them a shot next week if they show up, if they could have a good game plan, if Hurts could go, if Brown could go, if Smith could go. They will have a real shot to win the game. They're favored. But the, the, the cracks in this foundation are not just going to disappear if they beat the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this feels to me like a, a serious inflection point for the franchise. I think Sirianni's failed in so many ways this year. And if he can't get this team to respond and they go to Tampa and look like they have the last six weeks, 
I don't see any way Jeff Lurie brings it back. I don't see any way you entrust this franchise and a Super Bowl window with a quarterback you paid, a receiver you paid, to this coach right now moving forward unless something drastic, and I mean drastic, changes next week. That's where I'm at. I mean, it right now, right now, it is a – it's – Guys, it's as bad as it's been with the Philadelphia Eagles in years. I mean, 2021 was better than this. 2022 was better than I mean, obviously, 2022 was a great season. It's, it's the worst we've seen the Eagles play. I mean, it's, wor- it's worse for me than the beginning of the Sirianni era. This is worse. I mean, this is more non-competitive than that was. They at least had, ha- had some young players, and they weren't as talented. I mean, this is worse than that. Whew. It's going to be a week around here. Your reaction, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Email J. G-I-G-L-I-O at N-J Advance, uh, excuse me, J-G-I-G-L-I-O at, I don't know what I'm doing, Joe.Gilio at odyssey.com. I lost myself for a second there. My mind's all scrambled. Joe.Gilio at odyssey.com. Send me emails, obviously, at Joe Gilio Sports, uh, Twitter, Instagram, where we want to reach out. We'll react a lot on YouTube and, of course, on the podcast this week to what's going to be a major week as the Eagles try to get ready for a postseason game. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast. We'll talk soon.